Hello listeners, welcome to Money Talk with Patrick. I'm your host Patrick, trading mentor and creator of DC Trading. In today's episode, I would like to talk about the best way to grow your world. This episode will be especially important if you are a young adult and are starting or growing in your chosen career. I will be mentioning some tips which will be helpful no matter what your chosen career is or how much you are earning. If you find the content of this episode useful, please share it to your family and friends. It really helps me reach more people and help others. So hello everyone, how are you doing? I hope that you are having a nice week. So let's talk a little bit more about how to grow your world. And before anything, before starting to talk about investments and how really you can start growing your world, it is very important that you have a financial plan. Okay, and I cannot stress this enough because if, well, for the ones of you uh, who have done my course, you hopefully you will remember uh, the following, which is if you fail to plan, then you are planning to fail. Okay, so it does not matter what you're doing. If you don't really have a goal, if you don't have a brief or at least vague understanding of what you have to do, chances are that you are going to be failing or you're going to be wasting your time trying to do things that might not benefit that long-term goal. Okay, so basically the name of the game is understanding your cash flow. What's cash flow? It's understanding how much in terms of money goes into your accounts and how much goes out. Okay, understanding that cash flow. Now, this will depend, of course, uh, on your specific situation, and you will have to do your own research and analysis to come up with uh, the following estimates, what I'm going to be talking about. So first of all is understanding your costs. Okay, this might sound uh, silly, and you might say, yeah, of course, they have costs, right? And I know what, what they are, but this is really more about how much you are spending per month and really understanding on what because most of the times or a lot of the times uh, people will have subscriptions for different things or they will just pay for different things and they will not really understand or they will not really know what they're uh, really paying for they will only see a bill at the end of the month and that's it right Uh, but maybe they don't really understand that they can actually reduce those costs Uh, So in order to make it easier for you, what you can do is to categorize your costs. Now, if you use, let's call it a top-down approach, you know, talking from the broader perspective, there's really two big categories you should understand. The first one is needs slash obligations and luxury slash non-essentials. Now for needs, the obligations, you know, you have your typical uh, uh, payments that you have to do it's not that if, if, if you want to you have to do you know you have to pay for your rent you have to pay for the different bills if it's water if it's um, electricity if it's gas if it's even your wi-fi right now internet is something essential right uh, transportation groceries food all of these are needs or obligations they're basically the fundamental things that you need in order to live and potentially build your world, right? And now talking about luxury slash non-essentials, 
I mean, this is very easy. This is pretty straight, uh, straightforward. If you are having nights out, if you are having takeaways, deliveries, if you you know if you have hobbies, uh, things that all of these are things that you want. Really, it's not that you know if you don't pay for them, if you don't have them, it's not that you're gonna die. It's not that it, your livelihood is really gonna be affected. Of course, maybe you're not. Uh, going to do something that you really wanted to do but you probably can live without that now it's also important to take into consideration non-predicted costs what do i mean by this like if you lose your phone you know something in your house uh, get damaged your pet just destroys something uh, i hope you get the idea but it's just this type of cost that are not overwhelmingly uh um, big you know they're not gonna destroy you financially but yet there are things that you are not predicting now it's time for wealth distribution okay so once you understand your costs you will be able to optimize them and get rid of the costs that you might not need or could potentially reduce okay so maybe you are paying for five subscriptions of i don't know netflix hulu uh Disney Plus, whatever, maybe you don't need all of them, right? Maybe if you understand that they all are pretty much the same, then you can reduce uh, most of them for some some months. So maybe you just go with one. Or maybe, you know, you go and do as a lot of people and just watch videos on YouTube and save all that money. In any case, having done all of this, then you can subtract your costs from your total income. And this will give you kind of like a surplus that you should distribute in three main parts. As you might guess, maybe you, you are already doing this, maybe you already have this, maybe you don't. But the most important part is to have an emergency fund. Uh -huh. And as you might expect, this is to tackle any non-foreseeable events. And, and when I'm talking about non-foreseeable events, I'm not talking about like before that you have non-foreseeable costs, you know, like breaking something. I'm talking about big events that might really change your life, you know, like losing your job, termination of your lease or any other major costs that you cannot realistically just pay uh, with one single month of whatever income you have or the surplus more than any anything so usually the amount of your emergency fund should cover at least three months and up to six months of your monthly expenses okay so this is very important and now this of course will depend on you and uh, how conservative or how aggressive but usually you should not have any less than three months because even three months you know it's still it's still very low having you know having seen what happened with a with a recent pandemic with all of this uh covid you know that it's important to be prepared just in case in any case remember that this amount is something that you will have in an account just in case you should need it you know you will never use it unless it's it is strictly necessary unless you don't have any other option or realistic option you know uh, because you don't really want to go into debt uh, you don't really want to have a negative funding in that case you really want uh, to use that if necessary so once you have this emergency fund you know this emergency fund is settled you want to divide the rest into savings meaning a specific goal that you have maybe you want to buy a house maybe you want to buy a car whatever it is you have a goal you can use this into savings right 
And apart from that, you're also looking into investment. So you are going to divide it basically 50-50, or at least this is what a lot of the people do. Of course, it might depend on you. Maybe you have, I don't know, a specific financial goal. Like I said, you want to buy a house, you want to buy a specific thing uh, that you've been wanted. Maybe you want a trip to holidays. So maybe you are going to be like, okay, I'm going to put 70% uh, into savings because I really want to reach this and then 30% into uh, investments, right? Uh, it, that really depends on you. That's not something that anyone can tell you. But in any case, after this, is where all this due diligence comes okay now that you have your financial plan it is time to start doing your research on the markets and what you would like to invest in now the easiest thing at you know and you might read this from other books like unshakable by tony robbins uh, a lot of people you know mention it, it's kind of like very basics is to check index funds and also etfs you know, you usually check them first because they are managed by professionals uh, and they pretty much do all the work for you. You just really put your money and then you, you, you just hold, right? You you don't really have to worry, oh, is it going up? Is it going down? You know, sh should you change any what's called tactical asset allocation, meaning, you know, changing the different percentages of your allocation? You don't, you don't really need to worry about that. They're going to do that for you. Now, index funds are basically managed funds that try to track or mimic the performance of different indices like the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, you know, you can name anything, you know, in any industry, there might be a specific index or indices that you want to track. Now, ETFs, on the other hand, are exchange traded funds and they can really vary depending on the manager and their investment style so you will find a lot more you know uh, maybe some of them are particularly focused on tech maybe others on financial on the financial industry so it, you know it again you might want to do your own due diligence do research and just invest in what you think might be best for you or what you really like now of course, if you're listening to this podcast, if you have done my trading course, you might be more interested in DIY or doing it yourself, right? Uh, you can always look for different stocks and shares of your interest, uh, cryptocurrencies, of course. Even long-term investments like bonds will help you again in the long run. Now, remember, investments are for the long haul. You are at least looking at the following five years. And I cannot stress uh, this enough, you know, and I will be talking another episode of my most important lessons throughout last year. Uh, but really, it's very different to have your investments uh, from trading, right? So your investment, you should not touch them. That's something that should be for the long term. And you should not again liquidate them unless you really need it or maybe you think that the market is really uh, oversaturated and you want to uh, maybe buy a house maybe buy some assets right you don't really want just to spend them in something that you don't need mainly it's like you know your investments are growing and you notice that maybe you want to redi redistribute that wealth into something else that might potentially make you some money in any case once you have your financial plan once you have done your due diligence and know where you are going to invest your money, it is time to execute the plan. So how do you go on about this? The best way is to place that monthly allocation of investments, okay, that we have uh, talked uh, about before, and just buy the assets you want 
disregarding of the price okay and this uh, for the ones that uh, of you that have been trading or done trading this might sound a little bit controversial but of course please bear in mind that it's very different to take this as a look as uh, investment versus trading okay now doing this it's called dollar cost averaging and what it basically does is to average your entry price throughout time so it does not really matter if the market goes down if the market goes up if it goes sideways you will always be investing okay now in the long run this is the best strategy because it will expose you to the best performing days and give you an opportunity to invest when the markets are tumbling and are going down right so if the markets go up of course you're gonna benefit of that increase in price but if the markets go down you are gonna be to, you are gonna be able to invest monthly and those that price or your entry price it's gonna go even lower so the next time or the next cycle you will still have more money or more profit okay so that's the idea of this dollar cost averaging in any case it is very important again and i'm stressing this because it, it is one of the lessons that i learned through uh, last year is that it's very important to remember that you are investing and not trading those you are not trying to time the market okay so if you have something that's for the long term don't try to just sell and buy again you know there's no point in doing that if you want to do trading and i'm gonna be talking more about in another episode you should have you should need to consider it as an active income okay it's not really a passive income investments are passive income but well that's really a whole other episode in any case traders and listeners i hope you enjoyed this episode of money talk with patrick i hope that you have learned something new that you can apply to your daily life having a plan is very important and you should always do your due diligence or reach your financial advisor in case you are not fully aware on how to tackle your specific situation once again before finishing this episode if you learned something during the episode and you think someone else might benefit from it mind sharing it it is really appreciated thank you very much for listening and i will see you in the next episode take care